I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you are listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Hello and welcome back to Never Wear Boring Socks. And if you are new here, we are really glad that you have joined us this week. This week, we will be talking about habits. We've been thinking a lot about habits recently because of the new year, since instituting habits is a good way to keep resolutions. So we're going to discuss some things like what makes a habit a habit, good and bad habits, and what the difference is, what's so tricky about making an action into a habit, and how we can best develop positive habits habits, and incorporate them into our lifestyles. We're also going to touch on when it might be necessary to let some habits go. And before we get into our discussion of habits, Anna, what socks are you wearing today? I'm so glad you asked, Maria. I am wearing some socks. Um, they are green and kind of beige. They've got leaves on them. And they have a little, I think it's a human. It looks human-like. A little dude on them. And he's saying, plants get me. <laughs> I like those socks. <laughs> They're kind of cute. My friend gave it to me for Christmas. So, yeah. And I don't know if I have a particular reason why I picked these socks out today. I guess it's been very brown and snowy for a while. So. It's always nice to bring some green plants back into your life. It is. Agreed. Yeah. I've and what socks are you... Oh, go ahead, Maria. I was going to answer your question before you even asked it. <laughs> what socks are you wearing? I'm wearing a pair of socks that also has plants on it. I think <gasps> I was kind of thinking along the same lines as you because I am very prematurely hopeful for spring at the moment yeah. because it's been sunny and like kind of warm like high i know it 30s. got warm in the past few days yeah mm -hmm. so i'm getting really excited for spring even though spring in massachusetts doesn't come until like maybe april so it's not spring yet but i wore socks with flowers on them because i'm just Really excited about the sunshine and the slight warmth. They're black and they have white flowers that look kind of like morning glories or something like that. But they're also nice. like a nice, thick, kind of warm sock. So flowers, but also warm. Seemed appropriate. Ooh, nice. I like that. I like that. All right, so we're going to get into our little discussion here about habits. Um, and to start off, we're going to talk about a little bit um, in regards to what kind of defines a habit, like what makes a habit a habit, and how is an action turned into a habit. Um, so Maria, what are your original thoughts on this? Well, I think a habit is something that you do often. I don't know that it necessarily has to be something you do every day or all the time, but something repeated. And I also think a habit is usually, if not always, not something you really have to think about too hard. It's something that you kind of just do by default. And like if it's not your default option, I'm not sure that it's really a habit yet. Okay, that's really interesting. I think I agree with that. Because if you just do a repetitive action, I don't know if it can be called a habit unless you're sure it's always going to stay in place because you just automatically do it. So I think that's accurate. That's how I feel. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I mentioned this 
before too, but I really liked um Rebecca Cooper's point in her episode with us when we talked to her. Um that she said the reason why she likes habits is that she doesn't have to think about them when she does them. Mm-hmm. Like it might be difficult to develop them, but then instead of it kind of lessens your decision making because if you have your habit in place and you just do it at a certain time, then you're not just going to have to like decide what you're going to do at the time. You just know you're going to do it. So it actually makes it easier for you, even though getting into the habit might be difficult. Yeah. Well, and this goes along with one thing that we were talking about with Katie Dale about too. We were talking about decision fatigue and how some people mm-hmm. she was talking about like how Steve jobs always wore the same thing. Cause that was one less decision that he had to make. So then you have more like brain left over for more, maybe important decisions, depending on what your priorities are. Right. Which I think is one reason why habits are really useful is because they kind of free up that decision making power and time that we would be using, kind of deciding what to do and trying to manage our time each day. And it just like automatically directs it into the thing that we're going to do so that we have more left over for other things. Yeah, definitely. So I have a question for you. If habits don't necessarily have to be every day, do you think they have to be done in a regular pattern or schedule? Hmm. I kind of think there has to be something regular about it. Like, it could have to do with the timing of it, the schedule, like you do it every Sunday or something. Or I think it could also maybe be triggered by something else that's not necessarily time related. Like you have a habit of brushing your hair after you shower, like even if you don't shower every day or at the same time every week, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of other of habits going along with like other actions. That's really interesting. But yeah, I do think there has to be some kind of regularity that goes along with it, whether it be time oriented or not. I've kind of been thinking about this recently because I've been so I have meditated every day of two thousand eighteen so far. Woo! Which is like pretty exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah, usually I am not good at uh holding myself accountable to things like that. But I have been doing it every day. However, I do not do it at the same time every day. I just, like, know I have to do it at some point. Mm -hmm. Which, it's working for me so far, but I feel like I I have the sense that if I don't start doing it at a regular time, I won't be able to keep it up. Yeah. I think the regular time is really helpful in keeping things in place. Yeah, and so I don't think it's necessarily the same for every habit, but I think kind of, like, thinking about what is going to keep it in place and what kind of regularity goes along with it um, and what's going to be most effective for that is important when you are trying to make habits, I guess. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, definitely. So what areas in our lives do we usually develop habits in do you think and like what could be some areas that we don't usually develop habits in but could use some like what comes to your mind Mm -hmm. for that i often hear about habits that are health related i think that's a big trend like habits that have to do with when and what you're eating or how you're exercising or even something like meditating which is could be related to mental health or something like that so i think there's a lot of focus on health and well-being sort of habits and i think we also think of habits in terms of productivity and work Like, what are your work habits that are going to help you get things done every day on a regular basis? And I think some things that are maybe a little less likely to be in the spotlight when it comes to habits are things that we just need to do for our own self-care or for fun. Yeah, like just things that we really enjoy doing. We often, I think, kind of put them off and don't consider them. We don't really make them into a habit necessarily. 
like drawing or writing or whatever your kind of thing is that you like doing. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's interesting because like I, one of my goals for the new year was to like do more free reading and it worked for a while, but then I got busy and then like I haven't done it for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. And so if I like just knew that I was going to do it at a certain time each day, I might be better at following through on that. And but it doesn't ever come to my mind that like I should make a habit out of something that like isn't school related or health related because it's like not necessary, quote unquote. But at the same time, like that's what gives me like the greatest joy in my life. Exactly. Which is necessary. (laughs) Right. Not maybe for survival, but for living a life above survival, something better than just surviving. Yeah. So I definitely think I need to kind of like reorient my mindset with how I go about doing things that are just fun. And I think like using habits is probably a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. And habits are probably also helpful with like creative ventures as well. Yeah, if we I want think they to are. Be, yeah, if we want to be creating something on the side of whatever else we're doing, and it's kind of a project bigger than just like doing like one drawing for one day or something, then right. we need to institute a habit to actually get it done if it's like a larger project. And those are, I find those kinds of habits hard to institute the ones that maybe yeah. don't seem quite so mm. pressing you know like i feel like i need to make exercise a priority now because like it's my body and my health whereas something like drawing every day sometimes gets kind of pushed to the side more even though i think it is really important is that something you've experienced yes definitely I, yeah, I never, I have not prioritized doing creative or fun activities for years. And I'm, like, starting to realize that that is, like, not good for me at all. Because the first couple, I'm on a J term right now. Like, I'm I'm doing, like, one class over January at my school. And the schedule is, like, a little more relaxed than usual. So, especially for the first couple weeks, I was able to, like, do a lot of free reading. And it was, like, the greatest thing ever because I love it and I haven't just, I just, like, haven't free read on a regular basis for, like, years and years and years. So I'm realizing that, like, I kind of need to make the time for it, but I definitely need to, like, also make the effort to institute habits for it because otherwise it's not going to happen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can relate to that. So, and like I said, I struggle with making those things habits so i'm interested to see what we come up with today that might help me with yes making those habits more of a priority or more of a habit (laughs) yeah so what i find interesting about habits is that a lot of times when we're talking about them they're either like a good habit or a bad habit which I feel like is, like, weirdly, like, stigmatized for mm-hmm. the poor little habits. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. Like, maybe they're more complex than that. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, habits, definitely, there are ones that, like, positively affect our lives, and there are ones that negatively affect our lives. But I feel like there's also habits that we develop, like, subconsciously, and they might affect our lives in ways other than just, like, good or bad, like, black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if, like, you've had any experience with that. Well, I agree with you. I think it is more complex than just a good habit or a bad habit. Like, sometimes things that we might think of as good might actually be useful in some way or valuable to us in some way. Like, one thing that's coming to mind for me personally is the habit of watching TV at night. And I know I feel that definitely could be considered a bad habit because it's like time that I could be doing something more productive or getting something done and like working on my art. You know, that's another that's a time that I could be instituting a more creative, productive habit. Um, and like maybe some people would say that you shouldn't 
be in the habit of looking at a screen at night before you go to bed or whatever. But I also think there are some good things about that because for me, like I basically only watch comedies and for me that really like I have such an anxious mind that's so apt to spiral and get stressed and worried about stuff that I feel like that's a really effective way for me to put my mind in a whole other situation and not worry about my problems. I'm sure there are other ways I could do that too. But then I also enjoy like taking in other people's art that they've created and watching yeah. TV is one way to do that. Yes, I totally so, agree. So that's one that's coming to mind that I think is more complex than just good or bad. Right. Well, and another one that comes to my mind or sometimes I think too like habits can be construed as good when they actually are bad too mm -hmm, like definitely. if you want to go on the flip side of that like someone might think that working out for i don't know like an hour every day and going like really hard every day is a good habit because it'll make you more fit but like if you're not listening to your like what your body needs and you're not tailoring it to what your body needs or like if you're sacrificing sleep to be working out every day then like maybe it's not a good habit. I even though one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, even though it seems like it would be a good habit because like you're becoming physically fit or whatever. But like, there's so many other things about health other than just being like muscularly strong. Mm -hmm. Like sleep is really important, and you need sleep to build muscles too. I think like yeah, you can't just yes. work out and exhaust yourself. That's not even gonna get you really strong right and if you're you've gotten into this habit of working out every morning but like you hate it like that's not good for your mental health <laughs> yeah. either there's so many things that you could do for your mental health that probably should be prioritized over your physical health maybe so and it's obviously different for everyone but i think habits can get misconstrued in that way as well and that's where it's really important to like kind of analyze the habits that you have in your life and make sure they're effective for you. I mean, habits are a really personal thing. They're not, like, one-size-fits-all. Definitely. And I think that's also really good to keep in mind when you're noticing other people's habits and, like, being aware that even though you think this person's habit is bad, like, maybe it is actually good for them. Maybe their habit of hitting the snooze button and skipping their workout sometime is really what they need. Right. And you don't necessarily know what's best for them. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's good to, like, have conversations about it, but mm -hmm. assuming how different things work for different people in their own lives is not productive. Right. Yeah. So if we were to assume that there are good and bad habits, which, like, yeah, there definitely are. I mean, they can be more complex than that. But if, we, if we're going to just, like, assume that for now, why do we generally want to develop good habits? Like, what do habits ultimately do for us? We've talked a little bit about what a habit is and how we kind of define a habit, but, like, why do we usually want to keep habits? Mm -hmm. Well, I think one major factor is the kind of preventing decision fatigue and sort of increasing right. efficiency. Mm. That's one big thing that like big reason for me that I want to develop more habits. And then the other thing that I think is really important about habits that's really useful is that if we want to progress in some area of our life, we need to like take constant actions because progress is pretty much always cumulative. It's not like you can just sit down and write for an hour once and then you're going to like feel like a better writer or work out once and you're going to feel stronger. Like it's something, those are both things. And I think most of the things that we like want to implement as habits I think are things that we need to 
develop over time. So making it a habit means that you do it regularly and then you can see cumulative effects. Right. Yeah, and I think also habits are just good for like teaching ourselves accountability too. It helps with like self-accountability. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of times like when we're developing habits, like we're the only ones who are implementing that, like it doesn't really rely on anyone else. So I think it's also just effective in kind of making ourselves responsible for our own lives and how we're going to be able to control it to create positive effects, I guess. Yeah. It I think it 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 promotes like getting to know yourself better and being able to like have control in your life where you want to have control. I also think it helps build self-trust. Like if you make a agreement with yourself that you're going to do this thing every day and then you actually do it, then you like build the trust with yourself that if I really want to do something, I can do it and I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is that's, a good thing in the long run. That's totally true. Yeah. I'm really glad you pointed that out. Yeah, because if you always say you're going to do something and then you never do it, then like you're never going to expect yourself to follow through on anything. And yeah. that's not very healthy or helpful. Right. And I'm so, so. guilty of that. There are so many yeah. things that I like always want to do and I just always put them off and then I think I'm less like, like the more I do that, the less likely I am to follow through on other things. So. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So with keeping habits, oftentimes like good habits are hard to keep and bad habits are hard to kick, essentially. Of course. Kind of the stereotype, which is pretty much true. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I would like to go into why we think this is the case. That is a very good question. Do you have any thoughts I mean, on why? Well, I think the along the lines, part of it is like how you originally develop the habits. And I think when you develop good habits, it's like very intentional and it takes a lot of work um because you are trying like you you are like willingly implementing this in your life so you have to like keep the control over it and keep it going whereas bad habits usually kind of just like seep into your lifestyle without you wanting them to and the fact that they come in so easily means that they kind of just stick and so it's difficult to get rid of them because it was almost like a natural reaction for you to develop them, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And a lot of my thoughts on habits are very heavily influenced by Gretchen Rubin because she wrote a book all on habits that I read. And I listened to her podcast where she talks some about habits too. And one of the things that she points out is that it's even harder to like reinstitute a habit that you had in place and then let slip. So I think that really speaks to the difficulty of keeping the habits that we put in intentionally into our lives, because that's something that like, obviously is not there on its own that you're trying to add in. Right. And bad habits, I think you're right, are often things that kind of just kind of come naturally to us when we're not really paying attention, not really being mindful of what we're doing, and it's sort of our, like, knee-jerk reaction, and so we just keep doing it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Why does she say that it's hard to, uh, like, reinstate habits that you've lost? I don't remember exactly why. She might have in our, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Reference some study, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're interested in that, I would go check out what she has to say about that, because I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense, too, because I'm sure then that habit has kind of, like, a bad taste in your mouth that, you, like, you couldn't keep it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you weren't be able to, like able to keep it in the first place, so you probably are, like, kind of doubtful going in a second time if you're able to keep That's it. That's a good thought. 
but yeah, I don't know if there's more to it than that. That's really interesting. And I don't know if that's always true. Like maybe that's only true for some habits or some people. I'm not sure. Well, that kind of like makes me more motivated to keep good habits because if I lose them, then like I won't be able to get them back. Right. And I think we can get them back. It's just right. it's harder. Yeah. That's really it interesting. Can be. Yeah. Okay. Well, something to think yeah. about. Yeah. Um Well, in addition to this, we talk about we're talking about kind of like keeping and losing habits. But like how do we lose them? I feel like we never like intentionally lose habits unless they're a bad habit, obviously. But I feel like sometimes habits kind of just like disappear out of our lives without us even like realizing it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think I think that's because like we haven't realized that the habit has been in our lives either. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Well, I feel like for me, when I lose a habit that I have tried to like that I had in my life and then it kind of falls by the wayside Mm -hmm. it often has to do with the fact that I it just like wasn't super ingrained to begin with I guess it's like what you were talking about meditating earlier I could really relate to that because I was in the habit of meditating every single day for like over a year, maybe not every single day, but like almost. And recently I've kind of let it slide accidentally. And part of the reason why is that I, I feel like I don't have a good time of day that I do it. Like you were talking about, you kind of just do it whenever. And that's what I was doing too. And for a while it was working, like you said, but then after a certain point, it, that just wasn't working anymore. And I don't, it's hard for me to find a good time to fit it in. That's like one right. of the hardest things I think about implementing new habits is finding the right time to do it or the right way to do it. So like, I know a lot of people say meditate first thing in the morning when you get up, but I like, I kind of need to eat and move around first thing. I don't want to just sit there. So that doesn't really work for me. So yeah. But the other thing about that is, like, doing something kind of irregularly relates to the fact that life is also really irregular and kind of unpredictable. So that's another reason that I think habits kind of fall out of place because things happen that we're not expecting. So it's hard to keep things in our lives if our schedule is changing every day and new appointments and new things to deal with are popping up. Yeah. Well, the fact that you mentioned how um, habits kind of, like, have to be ingrained in your schedule in order to, like, make them work makes me think of, like, how they work into our routines, and which made me kind of wonder, like, what is the difference between, like, a habit and a routine, I guess? And, like, are they different? Mm. I mean, I don't know if there's really any noticeable difference between them but i feel like routines can have like both good and bad connotations because mm-hmm. sometimes routines like work really well for you and it's like a certain schedule that you follow but other times like you do these routines all the time that are like not productive i don't know Hmm. Hmm. well i don't know that i necessarily associate routine quite as much with or maybe I do with like the automatic kind of default way of acting that habits yeah yeah like you could have a routine that's just in place because it kind of has to be there because like you have a class at one o'clock so you go to the class at one o'clock every day and that's your routine I mean maybe that is a habit too because you are used to doing it and you just do it I'm not sure I don't know either. Let us know what the difference between a habit and a routine is. Yes, please. What do you think? Because we don't know. We're confused. <laughs> <Help> us! <laughs> okay. 
so obviously habits kind of like get ingrained into our schedules um and i think some habits we can keep for a really long time depending on whether or not they're good or bad or whatever but sometimes we definitely need to like let habits go we kind of talked about this with our traditions episode on how we need to kind of like evolve traditions sometimes and i think it's kind of the same case with habits but when do you think maria that it like gets to the point where we have to let habits go is it when like the habit starts to change or is it when our schedule starts to change or is it when the habit is just not working in the same way anymore i think when it's not adding value to your life is when it needs to go or change i think as long as it's doing something positive for you whether that's the your original attention or whether it morphed into something else that's also helping you out in some way I think that's okay, but if it starts, like, getting in the way of some other activity or some other habit that you would serve you better at this time or is just, like, making you unhappy or making you feel worse in some way, then I think it's time to let it go. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think also if the habit has just, like, lost meaning. I don't think, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes it doesn't, like, detract from your life at all. And I think sometimes habits kind of, if it's, if you've had it in your life for a really long time, like, it it kind of almost brings a sense of comfort. But if it's at the point where using a habit is, like, taking away from your time rather than, like, using your time in a productive way, even if it's not necessarily, like, difficult to do or painful to do, I think then it might be time to at least, like, amend the habit or form a new one in place Mm -hmm. of it. Um, But I think it's good to, like, assess that once in a while. Yeah, Because our lives change. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, with all this analysis of habits, should we figure out how to keep some habits? This would be the challenging part. But yes, I think yeah. that would be a good a good thing to talk about. <laughs> so what are your thoughts, Anna, on how we can keep habits going? Well, so I think like the the way that we keep habits is having a true intrinsic motivation for the habit. Um like you need to want to do it. We talked about this with resolutions, like I mean resolutions the way you keep re- re- bleh, the way you keep them is through knowing your motivation for it and oftentimes habits are what keep resolutions going and so i think habits are the same way like you really need to not only be motivated by a specific goal or um i mean yeah a specific outcome but you also need to be able to like identify what that is um and so we're always going to come back to this one, but you need to journal. Yay! Our favorite! <laughs> okay, because because journaling helps you identify what your motivation is and also solidify your motivation. And journaling is good because you can reassess your motivation. It's just good to, like, write it out. Mm-hmm. get it out of your system because sometimes it's all jumbled up in your head and you're like oh yeah i mean i know why i'm doing this but if you really write it down it makes it more concrete you can put it up on your wall put it on a post-it note whatever create physical manifestations for it i mm-hmm. think and journaling is one way to do that oh and another thing that comes to mind is that so again i've been meditating in 2018 i use headspace this is not an ad but headspace is awesome um and one of the episodes that i was it's not an episode i'm in podcast (laughs) one of the (laughs) one of the little segments that i was listening to um uh, part of the thing that the guy doing the guided meditation was saying um was that you need to not only meditate throughout the day but it's good to have like little moments in the day in the day where you kind of just like take a little like calming breath or make sure you're present and staying present and one way to do that is to like have a physical reminder for you 
And he said, even if you just like put a blank post-it note up somewhere where you're going to see it, like no one else knows what that means, but like, you know what that Mm -hmm. means. And so if that kind of just like reminds you and reminds your brain to do that thing, then it'll make it a little easier. And so like, that's been helpful for me because now I have a blank post-it note on my door and whenever I see it, I can just remind myself to have a little like present moment which is really not that hard. I mean, the hard part is just remembering to do it. So if that's a kind of habit that you're wanting to institute and you just need to be reminded by it, some kind of physical manifestation of it, putting it in the space that you're in a lot of the time can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people also like to set little reminders on their phone to go off at certain mm-hmm. times. Yeah. So that yes. could also be a mindfulness thing, like take a deep breath or just something that brings you back to the present moment or it could be a reminder for some other habit that you want to put in place like go meditate now or go brush your teeth or whatever whatever it is right yeah and like finding a motivational quote that you really like that goes along with your habit can be helpful if you want to put that in your little workspace or like find a little graphic of it and put it as your phone background and then you can look at it all the time Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know that can be helpful, too. And I think when we're talking about these kinds of ways to help us keep habits, it's really useful to think about what works for you personally. And and we keep coming back to the, like, Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, sort of the idea of how you respond to external or internal expectations. Um, So I think that's like really useful to know about yourself. Like, would it be more useful to you to journal just in a personal journal, write it down so you can see it and keep yourself accountable? Would it be more useful to talk to a friend every day about something that you're trying to keep in place? Or like, if you don't respond to internal or external expectations, well, like what else could you do? Like, how can you remember your motivation in a way that is going to motivate you definitely yeah well and along with the idea of really knowing your personal tendencies and how a habit is going to incorporate into your life also really knowing your schedule Mm -hmm. and how you like how your lifestyle works and how you go about your life day to day um you i mean you really do need to think about what the most efficient way is going to be to use your habit i mean you really can't force it in because then it's really not gonna happen so like looking at your schedule weekly daily whatever and again maybe you can't do your habit at the same time every day because you have different things going on like for me being a college student like i have monday wednesday friday classes at certain times but then i have tuesday thursday classes at different times so i can't do the same things at the same time every day and so really looking at your schedule and fitting things in where you can um, and making it work for you is really important. And so I think it is going to take some effort and to like, of sitting down and looking at your calendar and looking at how you kind of operate throughout the day and then kind of sticking your habit in there mm-hmm. um, where it's going to work best. But I mean, if you're just like, I really want to institute this habit and if I have enough willpower, it'll work. I mean, to a dis- to an extent, yeah, but there are so many ways to facilitate that. And if you can really make sure it works with other parts of your life rather than just, like, the motivation to do it, that is going to make it all the easier to keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is something that I really wanted to talk about today is, like, how do we keep habits, something that we want to do daily, or even less often than daily, but how do we keep those habits when our schedule's changing all the time? Because this is something mm. that I really struggle with a lot. Like right. my schedule, I teach in like six different schools and my schedule is different every single day. And so it's really hard for me to like establish a morning routine because some days I don't have to go to work until noon and some days I have to go at nine in the morning. So it, that's really challenging for me. And then the other thing is like even week to week, things are different because like I'll have an appointment on a Monday one week and then the next week I have an appointment on a Thursday or like a class gets canceled or something like that. So 
I don't know. Is there anything that has helped you with that, Anna? Like figuring out ways to implement habits with changing schedules? Yeah. Um, I think if you can find some sort of constant within your changing schedule, like maybe like sitting down and thinking about like what the constants are and then how you can maybe like incorporate habits around that. I mean, you were talking about how sometimes like a time doesn't have to trigger a habit, but maybe like an activity does. And Mm -hmm. so like if you're in the car, like whenever you're in the car, you're going to like do this, like you're going to listen to this thing or whenever you sit down at your desk when you get home like that might be at different times of the day but like that's when you meditate or something Mm -hmm. or something along those lines and that's that's really tricky because i haven't like nailed that down yet especially because my first semester of college was a lot of just like adapting and making sure i was like doing okay and not necessarily like implementing habits that i wanted to keep for a long period of time but i'm definitely going to want to start doing that next semester and i've been doing it a lot like over this um interim term so i'll definitely keep you updated Mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess maybe um like finding the constants that you can is going to be important with that um but it is tricky yeah Things are changing all the time. Yeah. I think, like you said, it's probably more useful to focus on, um, like, some other trigger other than time. And that's something that Gretchen Rubin talks about, which is, like, pairing activities. Like, if you want to make a habit of exercising, for example, you could, like, do some push-ups during commercial breaks while you're watching TV or something. Like, something that you always do when you're doing something else. So, something like that. Like, some other kind of trigger the other thing i feel like were you gonna say something no go ahead the other thing that people seem to suggest when like trying to fit things into your schedule is to like actually write it in your calendar Mm -hmm. but i feel like i don't always do it when it's in my calendar yeah (laughs) that doesn't really work for me that's different for everyone yeah but i do think like your point about doing push-ups like during commercial breaks or whatever like I think that goes kind of along with, like, being creative with our habits and our mm-hmm. schedule, because usually when we think about, work, like, getting exercise, we think about, like, going to the gym or, like, setting aside, like, a block of time in the day. But there are a lot of ways that you can do, like, little exercises throughout the day. Okay, Pinterest is good for this. Pinterest has got lots of little, like exercises you can do at your desk Mm -hmm. at work or whatever like things like that i mean because sometimes you really can't fit that that sort of thing in but there are other ways to stay healthy uh that does not involve going to the gym yeah and little exercises you can do throughout the day so i think being creative with it is really important and maybe trying to orient your habits not around time but around something else and Again, that's kind of tricky, mm-hmm. but since we're such a time-oriented world, yeah, yeah, everything revolves around time. That's true. Well, but yeah, I don't know, and I think again, that's kind of a personal thing. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that have helped me in this area are like I have physical therapy exercises that I am supposed to do every day, and so I I have found some like times throughout the day to do them. So I like do some while my breakfast is cooking and then I'll do some while I'm watching TV at night. So that's helpful. And then like meditating. Sometimes if I don't have time to meditate in the morning, I'll just like try to have a very mindful ride to work where I'm not actually meditating. Cause like I'm driving. So I have to focus on the road. My eyes are open and everything, but I'll just like think about my breath while I'm driving or even sometimes have a mantra while I'm driving and just still be aware of what's going on around me. Yeah. Well, and I think there are always going to be some things that happen in our lives every day, even if they don't happen at the same time, like Mm -hmm. meals happen in our lives every day. So maybe like doing things like before or after meals, even though it's always like at a different time. Yeah. That can be helpful. I've been kind of doing that with meditating. I'll be, I'll um i'll usually meditate either after lunch before dinner or after dinner Mm -hmm. 
so I can like pick one of those times and it's not always the same time, but like I'm I kind of do it around meals. Mm-hmm. So that can work as well, I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's what I tell my students to do when they're complaining they don't have time to practice. <laughs> You do it right after dinner, every day, or right after you get home from school. It's all about habit. It is. Yeah. Well, and one other thing that I think is really helpful for habits is um, tying rewards to doing habits, especially when you're first implementing them. Um, And they don't have to be, like, large things, but it could be, like, if you did your habit today, you could, like, read for five minutes before you went to bed or something or whatever. I mean, listen to your favorite podcast. Like, never wear boring socks? Like, never wear boring socks. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I mean, once you've done, like, streaks, too, if you've done your habit for several days in a row, like, on the weekend, go, like, treat yourself to a little, like, you time at a coffee shop or something like that. Mm -hmm. There are ways to reward yourself that will, like, help feed your motivation. Yeah. Even though it's not quite just the intrinsic motivation. If you need a little help with it, all by all means, do it. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing that's coming up for me is, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but trying to make habits easier for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to make a habit of going for a walk every day outside, like, put your sneakers by the door. Don't put them in the right. back of your closet. Okay. Yes. Which I think is I'm really that's something that, that Gretchen Rubin also talks about. Um, as kind of one of the most universally effective strategies towards implementing habits. And I think that's a really good one. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, facilitate your habits in any way that you can. Yes. Like, don't make it harder for yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. So that's one that I think is really useful. Agreed. And Gretchen Rubin also has a, a lot. She talks about this a lot, like I said at the beginning, so... If you want more habits, thoughts, and tips, her work is definitely worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. All right, so for our call to action this week, We would love to hear from our listeners as to what habits have worked in your lives so far and how you programmed that habit into your routine, Um, especially like some more creative ways you've done it. We would love to hear from you um, so we can take advice from you as well. Do you have a quote for us today, Anna? I do have a quote. This quote is from Aristotle. And he says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Which I thought was interesting. It's a good one. And, yeah. Well, and I do think it speaks to the fact that habits aren't just actions, but they can also be habits of, like, treating other people well, or having a positive mindset, like, getting in the habit of doing that. And that makes you a more excellent person. Mm-hmm. And that it's not just like all in one go. The best way to do it is over incremented periods. And developing habits in your life ultimately kind of develops your your character as well. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting way to look at it. It is. I also just really like the emphasis on repeated action versus mm-hmm. just like trying to do something all in one go, like you said, because that's not usually the best way to see long-term results. Right. If you're trying to make a change in some way. Yeah, in the end, doing things in little little repeated actions makes it easier for you than doing it all in one go, too. Mm-hmm. That's another way to think about habits. It actually kind of takes the pressure yeah. off. And also, you can accumulate so much more time doing these things if you... Like, read for 10 minutes every day. At the end of a year, you're going to have read so much more, most likely, than if you just read every once in a while when you feel like it, even if you read for a couple hours at a time. Just because that always gets put off. Put off. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. what I meant. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's a really good point, too. That's another way. See, all of this can feed into your motivation. Like, be motivated by the fact that you're making your life easier. It's a good piece of motivation. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Never Wear Boring Socks. And please tune in next week because we will be talking about sharing creative work. So for all you creatives out there or aspiring creatives, please join us. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And please leave us a review on iTunes if we are providing content that you're enjoying. We love to hear your feedback. You can find show notes to this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 021. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. Please get in touch with us. We want to get to know our listeners and we want to know what you thought of this episode. You can email us at neverwearboringsocks at gmail.com and find us on social media. Our Facebook and Instagram is neverwearboringsocks and we're on Twitter at noboringsocks. Thank you so much to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for doing our audio editing and to him and Martha Barnard for help on our music. Thank you so much for listening this week and for being a part of our podcast family. We're very glad you're here. And until next week... Never wear boring socks. Action into a habit and how best to develop positive habits. I keep saying habits instead of habits. <laughs> Develop positive habits and incorporate them into your lifestyle. Should I say this again? <laughs> I was like thinking about this when I was writing this last <laughs> night. I was like, this is a weird word and I have to say it like 20 habits, times. Habits, 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 habits. Habit, habit. It sounds like rabbit. Habit, yeah, just have it that way. Rabbit. Habit. Maybe, I feel like if it had two Bs, it'd be easier to pronounce. Maybe we could put the two Bs. <laughs> it just looks like we don't know how to spell. Habit. Okay, I'm going to try this again. Okay. You could truncate it a little bit, too, if you want. Okay. It's a little lengthy. All right. <laughs>